Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good day, everybody. This is Jewel, and you're at Independent Living Skills, and we're going to be in the laundry room today talking about how to do laundry and how to put it away and all that. And Diane's going to give us commands, and then we'll get started. Okay, thank you, uh, Jewel, and uh, <clears throat> hello, everyone. Uh, first of all, very important um, that you need to find and press the got it button. And the got it button is basically that you are agreeing to a message from Zoom that you agree to be recorded on this call. And you have to hit the got it button in order to be able to um, mute and unmute and raise your hands and everything. So to raise your hand uh, on the PC, it's Alt-Y. To unmute, it's Alt-A. On the Mac, to raise your hand, it's... Um, <coughs> to raise your hand, it's... Um, Oh boy, why am I forgetting what it is? Um, I'll have it here in a second. Um, to raise your hand, it's um, option option Y. And to unmute, it's Command Shift A. On your smartphone, it's um, on the lower on the bottom of your screen, lower right hand corner. Double tap the More button. Swipe until you find the raise hand button and double tap again. And then to unmute, that will also be um, kind of on the bottom of your screen in the middle. And on the touch tone phone to raise your hand, it's star nine and to unmute, it's star six. Um, thank you, Jewel. I'll turn it back to you. Thank you so much, Diane. So today, like I said, we're in the laundry room and I'm actually right here with a couple of piles of laundry that I've sorted out and we'll talk first about sorting and we'll move on from there. So if everybody remembers well, on the first call, we talked about the closet and about labeling clothes. If you label your clothes, it'll be very easy to sort because the things that are not labeled are usually you know, like your underwear and socks, which are often white or light colored. Um, so you don't have to sort them quite as much. Um, but if you have not labeled your clothes, you can use an app like Seeing AI um, to identify the colors. So you don't have to worry too much about is it blue or green, but do you, you know, is it blue or white or gray? You know, if it's not gone bleached enough, it might say it's gray or light gray. Um, another Another way to identify colors would be with a color identifier device. Um, the most popular one is called the Colorino. Um, and that has two buttons, a light indicator, which has higher tones, the more light there is. And then there's a button that um, identifies the colors. So it might say intensive red or light gray. Uh, and then you can sort out your colors. Um, so when you're doing laundry, 
most of you know, you want to sort your whites from your colors because your colors can bleed. And also because you want to bleach your whites so that they stay white because you might, they, otherwise they'll probably turn gray over time. And if you want white clothes, then you don't want them to turn gray because then they're not white. <laughs> so that's pretty obvious. Um, so I've already sorted mine. One thing that I know I would note is I also have a pile over here that is just towels. And um, I usually also put in um, rugs and um, like our little uh, fabric rugs and our bedding and that. Um, the reason I sort out the towels and bedding is because they are heavier than clothes. And so they will um, make the water not distribute as well. So your clothes won't get as clean as the towels and uh, bedding because the towels and bedding will get all the water and the clothes just won't get enough. Um, and then I have one small pile over here that is the gentle clothes. And um, some of those are, um, they can go in the wash, but only on gentle cycle and can go in the dryer. And some of them will can't, but with the gentle cycle, I just hang everything because then I don't have to worry about which ones can go in the dryer, which ones cannot. So I have a nice party dress that has some nice sleeves. It cannot go in the dryer. I've got some socks that are uh, re recycled plastic that can go in the dryer, but I just hang them. Um, and I use clothespins to hang that. And then I've got a couple other things, some lacy things and frilly things that have to be gentle cycle. Um, so once you have your things sorted, then you have to decide the cycles. So do we have any thoughts or questions specifically about sorting? Um, and I kind of glossed over that because most of us know what needs to be sorted. It's just a matter of what accommodations, what accessibility techniques do we need? Jewel, we have no raised hands. Okay. So yeah, sorting is a pretty simple thing. Um, especially if you've labeled your clothes. So we'll go on to the next part, which is knowing your washer and dryer. Um, so the first thing you should do is find out what model your washer and dryer are, what brand and model, because then you can go online and look up its manual. And the manual will tell you all the different settings that it has. For example, this washer has a dial that when you pull it out, then it beeps when you go to the next one. If you can hear that, each time it goes, it, each time it goes to a new cycle, it beeps at me, and that's going to a new cycle. However, it doesn't tell me what those are, so I have those labeled. Um, so the one that's currently on is in for normal, and then there's different ones like um, hand wash has an H, gentle has a G, um, uh, permanent press has a P. But then I also have where I can change the um, excuse me, kitty cat. Um, I can change the, um, different parts of that cycle with buttons. So on this side, it has, um, PW for, um, pre-wash. Then it has ST for stain. And each of these are button with, I put braille next to them with the, um, different settings. And I've done that with that with Dymo tape. Um, I use a, my braille labeler and stuck Dymo tape on next to the buttons. Um, I put them to the right of the buttons because the left is the print. So it is clear tape, but it does distort it just a little bit. I don't want to distort it for my housemate who is sighted. So below the ST for stain remover 
is then um, ER for extra vents. And then there's um, ES for extra spin and EC for eco-friendly. And then um, CH for chime. So each washer will have different settings that you can play with. Um, but your manual will also tell you what all those are. And you can get someone cited to point out which button is which and label those. If you don't know Braille, you might want to just label the ones that you know specifically you're going to use all the time and use bump dots or um, puffy paint to label those. So you might put um, one dot on the normal cycle and two dots on the gentle cycle. If you know those are the two you're going to use the most. Um, if you like, um, you know, if you have a bunch of stuff that needs to be hand washed in the washer, you don't want to wash those in the sink. That's annoying. Um, then maybe you could, you know, put a, put three dots on the, on the hand wash. Um, and then you just have a list somewhere in your phone or on a piece of paper, what those dots stand for. Um, always keep a list somewhere, an index of, you know, what, what means what, so that you can always look back at it if you forget. Um, so I'm just going to leave it on the normal cycle because this is just regular pants and shirts, nothing fancy, colored clothes. Um, my normal cycle is warm, cold, and regular rinse and spin. And I'm going to put it on pre-wash as well, because some of it went in the garden, so it's kind of dirty. So that would be getting to know your washer. Um, your dryer is going to be very similar um, in that it's going to be looking at the manual. Um, with the dryer, usually it's a little easier to figure out what to do with it. Um, it's what amount of heat and how long. Those are usually the only things that you have to worry about. So like our dryer has a smart dry that if I put it to that, that is your normal smart dry. If I'm just putting regular clothes in it, like pants and shirts, you know, cotton shirts and jeans or, you know, cotton pants. I can put it on a normal smart dry and it'll stop when it senses that the dryer is no longer wet. Um, some dryers have that. Some have um, the time dry and not the smart dry. We do also have the time dry. So if you only have a time dry and you don't, or you don't want to use a smart dry, um, you might put one mark on the 10, one on the 30 and one on the hour. Um, and that's going to probably be your best times to uh, keep up with. So that's getting to know your washer and dryer. Do we have questions, comments, thoughts, techniques for that? We'll give everybody a couple of minutes to see if we have any raised hands. Yes, Melissa. Okay, Melissa. Good morning, Jewel. Can you hear me? Good morning. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, good. Um, so I'm Melissa in Burien, Washington, and my roommate and I, um, we have a full-size washer and dryer um, here in our apartment, thank God, because yeah. the apartment that I lived in before this one, you had to use coins to actually operate the washer and the dryer, and oh my gosh, it was a lot to do and um it was just a pain in the neck and not oh only gosh. that but the apartment that I lived in at the time was moldy and when you got your clothes out of the dryer it smelled like mold 
Um, yeah, but that's a whole other got, story. Probably got pretty expensive too. Yeah, it was a dollar fifty a load. Yeah. yeah, crazy. But anyway, I'm glad that those days are over with. But we had to figure out how we could label our washer and dryer um, so that we could, um, you know, make sure you know do it correctly. Because in the dryer, there's different settings. Like there's damp dry, there's hot dry, there's you know all these different settings. So my uncle and his girlfriend um, who helped us get moved in, they were, uh, they actually, we, we went out to Walmart and got some grocery or no target. And we bought those peel on dots, you know, that you can just get that you, you just peel it off and you can put it, you know, on something. And that's what we use in our washer and dryer is we have, we use those peel on those dots. Now, sometimes they do come off and we have to put new ones in, but we always yeah. keep extra in the laundry room. Most people call those bump dots. Um, they're tactile raised bumps, basically. Um, yeah. And a note for that, before you put the bump dot on, wipe the surface with rubbing alcohol. It'll keep, it'll get it really clean and it'll stick longer. Ah, yeah. That yeah. I didn't know. Same for Dymo tape. It, it'll stick longer if you clean it with rubbing alcohol first to get every last little bit of dirt and grime off of it. Oh, wow. Okay. That I'll have to um, have someone help us do that. And the other question that I sort of have is, um, you know, as blind people, especially those of us that are totally blind, we're not real comfortable using bleach mm -hmm. because it does stain or, you know, you, we don't know, you know, you don't know where it's going. So do you, do you have advice on how we can effectively use bleach or, or would you just recommend that we have like a, our housekeeper help us with that? Um, well, so one of the things that we do is we have bleach pens. Um, they, you can get these pretty easily at the store. Um, they're a pen that you apply to your cloth, your clothing only where you need it, like for stain. And then for um, white clothes, if you're doing a whole load, I just, I wear an apron that I don't care if it gets messed up and I don't worry about it spilling. And I, you know, I do it over like a bowl or something so that any extra bleach falls into the bowl. And what, what'd you say they were called again? What? Uh, is it called a bleach pen? Um, and that would be for stain removal. Um, it wouldn't work for a load of wash, washing clothes. Yeah. But if you, if you have a white shirt that you just, you need just that one stain, that tomato stain or something off of it. Um, those bleach pans mean you don't have to like pour bleach onto your shirt and get it all over the place. So I've never bleach heard pans. of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just, they look like, um, like big highlighters, basically. Big fat highlighters. And you can get them at the grocery store pretty easily. Um, different brands. I don't have any specific recommendations on brand. Just there's all sorts of different ones and they're all good. Um, but um, yeah, so bleach pens are great for that. And they also have um, stain remover pens for colored clothes as well. So we have one of those as well. And those bleach pens are also good for the cracks of your tub as well, where the grout is. Um, uh -huh. Rubbing that over the, um, the cracks where, you know, often you get mildew or mold in there. Um, the bleach will take care of that. Um, but with a pen, you can just rub that over that and not have to worry about bleach getting everywhere. So there you go. That's something new. None of the living skills teachers that, that I had, they never taught us that. <laughs> well, that must be a new thing. Yeah. So this is a, this is a reason we have these calls. You know, it, things are always changing.
sure. Hmm. So Thank yeah, take, take a look for bleach pens, um, all sorts of different ones, but you know, just look for bleach pen. You know, there's ones for there's a bleach one for white, and then there's a stain remover pen for colored. So and that's the other thing is how do you know as a blind person if something is stained or not? You probably can't tell, can you? I don't. Um, I usually ask somebody or I call me my eyes and go, hey, you know, I spilled tomato juice on this. Is it stained or, you know, is it good? Um, you know, and I'm sure I uh, can help with that, too. Yeah. And I do recommend if you n- spill something on some, you know, on your clothes right away and you can get to a sink, put some Dawn soap on it. Uh, rinse mm. it real quick in cold water. Put some Dawn soap on it. Rub it in the fabric. Rinse it with cold water again. Do that a couple of times. And that should get the stain out before it sets in. I've done that a couple of times. And like my my housemate had a shirt that she got a stain on. Um, right when she got home, she handed it over to me. I did that real quick. It's out. It's gone. No need for bleach. No need for stain remover. Dawn took care of it. So, ah, great. Yep. Okay, next we have Thank Jill. You. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Hi, Jill. Hi, Jewel. Um, I use the the um, bump dots mm-hmm. when I um, to label my washer and dryer. Um, I my washer and dryer is probably about twenty years old, so there's not a whole lot of options on it, which mm-hmm. in a way makes it easier. Sometimes, so, yeah, yeah, it's like less. It's just uh, I have it on hot one on hot, one on cold. And so it's just very simple. And um, for my, um, my dish towels, washcloths and sheets, I only ever buy white, just because it makes my life easier. And then I can bleach it and disinfect it. Because sometimes my dogs like to go up on the bed, and I just feel like it's just thoroughly cleaned. And what I use is um, a bleach tablet, and they're um, on the aisle that sells all the detergents. And then whenever I do my sheets, dish towels, and washcloths, I do it all in one load. And I'll put one, um, like a, a Tide Pod, and then I put in one of the bleach tablets. And, um, and then, but I always wash my hands after that, because even though it's a tablet, just in case there's any residue, and I don't want to touch something else or rub my eye or just for just for caution. Um, But I love those little tablets, it makes it very easy not to worry about spilling and yeah, I didn't um, know there were bleach tablets out there. Yeah, it's on the now Clorox sells like a pod, but they're a lot more expensive. They're like mm-hmm. um, maybe eight dollars for maybe twelve, or they're they're pricey. That's, yeah, that so is. They, there, yeah, there's like this. I can't think of the name, but it's they're just little tablets, and they're on the aisle that sells all the wash the clothes detergents, mm-hmm. and it's like. You get like forty of them for like two or three dollars. So oh, that's nice. So it's just yeah, like all that's in it. Yep, it's just a ta- awesome. tablet. So that's made my life easier, and also just um, being a germ freak as well as not being able to see. I like the um, the white using white towels and 
than white sheets. So I just feel like it's yeah, if, clean. If all of your sheets and towels are the same color or very similar colors, you don't have to worry about sorting them, which makes life a lot easier. Mm -hmm. like, like my sheets are all dark. I have a pair that's forest green. I have a pair that's black. I have a pair that's good navy blue. So mm -hmm. I know all of those are going colored. But, you know, I don't have to worry about sorting out white sheets. I right. Like yeah. <laughs> so, so no, yeah, but, just, you know, same way with white. Yeah, same thing with mm -hmm. white sheets. No, all your sheets are white. You don't have to worry about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just keeps it simple. Yep. All our towels mm -hmm. are white and that's for that reason because they get dirtier if we just bleach them and mm -hmm. make sure that they're completely clean. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I didn't know so, about the bleach tabs. Yeah, and I, I like, thank you for the tip about the, um, the grout with the mm -hmm. bleach pen because yeah. um, that's always a... Uh, a good tip to make that a little easier to keep up on. Yeah, that. we had mold on our tub um, in the cracks, and that's what I did was run over, mm -hmm. bleach, run over it, over, you know, several times. Yeah, it didn't make a difference. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thank you so okay. much. Jill. Thank you. And you have no more raised hands. Okay, so next we're going to talk about um, very briefly. We're going to talk about soaps because I forgot to mention that when we're talking about getting things ready. And then the last topic will be folding and putting away. Um, so with the soap, it's going to be like, like we were talking about with the bleach. I pour it over a bowl. That way it catches anything left. If you're using liquid, that's what you want to do. Um, powder, you're probably going to do the same thing because you want to catch all the little powder pieces. The, you don't want that all over the floor and the washer and all that. It'll make a mess. Um, but there are like somebody mentioned Tide Pods. Um, so there are laundry pods that you just throw one in. We use um, uh, eco-friendly sheets that it's uh, laundry soap on a little sheet that you tear up and then you throw that in there. And all that's left behind is um, it has it's on a, um, a dissolvable thing that, you know, in the wash, it, it just goes down the drain. Um, it's it's eco-friendly. It's some dissolvable substance i'm not sure exactly what it is um but it's just you know the soap stays in the washer the uh, the thing that's on it just goes down the drain um and that makes my life a lot easier i just tear those up i take one sheet of that and tear it into three stick it in the um the little pocket for soap and i'm done i don't have to pour or anything um so those are options for if you don't like to use the, the liquid or the powder um, there's the pods and there's the sheets that you can just use. Um, in the dryer, we know about um, dryer sheets, but you can also get dryer balls. They're wool balls. There's also plastic ones, but the wool ones are better. Um, they're just balls of wool on a solid base, and you stick that in there, and it can just stay in the dryer when you're done with the clothes. So then you don't have to worry, did I put a dryer sheet in? Um, you know, and Am I throwing the dryer sheets away, or is it all over the floor? Um, and if the dryer ball gets away, you can hear it because it's, you know, it's like, it's like a toy ball. It really feels like a, like a, a toy for a cat or something. It's a little bigger though. Um, so we use those and they're also eco, eco, more eco-friendly because, you know, they, they're reused over and over again. It's wool. Um, so do we have any quick questions about soap and pouring and such like that? Or are we ready to move on to folding and sorting? And putting away.
Uh, Melissa? I'm back. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. Um, so I too, I love our laundry pods, the tie pods. Um, those have really saved my life because I cannot stand the, <laughs> the liquid. <laughs> it makes a huge mess. Um, however, what I don't like about them is they stick together. Do you have any advice on that? <laughs> I just always pulled them, pulled them apart. Just when I was about to grab one, I just pulled them apart. Um, and then I'd not worry about it. And if it sticks together in the box, I'll just take one off and, you know, when I'm ready. It's pretty obvious to tell how, how many you have in your hand. Cause you know, it's not just a smooth surface. So, um, sure. So that's all. I, I don't really have a tip for keeping them from sep from sticking together. They just do. Um, yeah. But I really like our laundry sheets. I'm not sure where we get them exactly. It's, they're ordered online. Um, but if you can find the sheets that have soap on them, they do not stick together. And we pa pack them into a tin, and that tin sits on the washer. Doesn't take up much room. And do you so. have and Do you have any tips on how to make your on making your clothes smell nice and good? Like like. My mom, uh, I think she uses yeah. all. Yes. Yeah, so there's a couple of things you can do to make your um, clothes smell good. In the washer, fabric softener does help as well because it's usually scented. Um, but it also makes your clothes soft, of course, because that's what it's supposed to do. Um, but if, for example, if you get a load of laundry in the washer and you forget about it for the day and you come back and it's like all stinky, put some vinegar in where the where the soap would go and just run it with just vinegar um and then run it through another time with just the soap um the vinegar will get rid of that mildew smell it'll kill all the mildew off um so and then for in the dryer you know because that's where you usually want to add the smell goods you can make your own fabric sheets um your dryer sheets so you take reusable um, like you have microfiber cloths and you can soak them in a, um, a bath basically of um, water that's infused with the herbs that you want it to smell like. So, um, you know, usually people do like lavender or um, they might do like, I don't know, sage, uh, all sorts of different smells. You can use basically any herbs you want. Um, but you would want to leave that herb um, and you want to use fresh. So like you could get like rosebuds from the store. Um, some stores will have rosebuds or like fresh lavender or something. Um, and you can put that in the water and leave that for like two weeks and it'll infuse the water with the smell of that. And then you can add um, like a, it's an, oil i can't remember which oil it is i think they use um don't quote me on this but it's i think it's coconut oil um but um that will hold it to the sheet and then you mix that you leave the fabric sheets in there overnight and you can use them the next day um and then you just as you use the fabric sheet then you just stick it back in the liquid and it gets the, the infused smell again um, but there are lots of recipes for those online. Um, if you just do a search for homemade dryer sheets, you can infuse those sheets with whatever smell you want. You could do orange peels. You could do, you know, whatever you want. Um, so that's something else that's really good. And you don't have to worry about, you know, wasting dryer sheets. You know, that's not very friendly for the environment. Um, so 
Uh, but dryer sheets, you know, if you don't have time for homemade dryer sheets or if you just want something quick and easy, dryer sheets work. Okay, I'm, I'm hearing um, someone rubbing something against their microphone and it's, it's making a lot of noise. So, um, you know, if, if you need to, um, please mute. Otherwise, um, you know, try not to do that because it's loud. Um, and there is no other hands raised. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So, if there's no other questions about any of those topics, we'll go on to folding and putting away. And then we'll open it up to any questions about laundry. Um, so when I am folding clothes, once I get my clothes into whatever I'm carrying it in, usually like a laundry basket, I take it to my room and I lay them flat on the bed. Um, by laying them flat, I not only sort them out shirts and pants and underwear and all that, so, you know, pick out what goes, you know, what's goes with what, um, then I'm able to, um, spread them out and go, okay, this is short sleeve. This is long sleeve. You know, so I know how to fold them. So then I smooth it out with my hand, just run it straight down from um, top to bottom, starting at the left side or the right side, whichever you prefer, and um, running it all the way down the front of like the shirt or the pants um, so that you smooth out all the wrinkles. For a shirt, I like to fold the sleeves in first. Now, not everybody does that, but this is what I like to do. Um, so I fold in the sleeves first because that gives me a rectangle. If it has a collar, I fold the collar in as well because that, you know, that messes up my rectangle. Once I have a straight rectangle, then it's very simple. I just fold it in half one way and then half the other way, um, smoothing it after each fold so that I'm smoothing out all the wrinkles and I don't have to worry about, you know, if I'm taking a shirt out of the drawer there's wrinkles all over it. The other thing that you can do um, is if you have a t-shirt that you really like to know what is on it. Um, so, you know, you're going to be, you have a t-shirt that says, um, I like ice cream, <laughs> just random. Um, so your shirt says, I like ice cream. And you want to know when you're going to pick out that I like ice cream shirt. So you would make sure that the shirt is facing down and then fold in the sleeves, fold in the collar if there is one, and then fold up from the bottom to the top so that you have your half, half square. And then you will fold the left side and right side to the middle rather than folding it completely in half. And then if you turn that t-shirt over, it will be showing usually that is exactly where the um, logo or design is right in that spot, just below the collar on your chest. So then you would have that showing and that works really great for kids, especially because, you know, they want to know what they're going to be wearing and not unfolding every shirt and, you know, they'll throw it everywhere. Um, so that is one way to do it. If you really want to know what's on that shirt uh, before unfolding it that we don't have to unfold every shirt to figure out which one it is one thing that I like to do a lot is um, hang my clothes I don't put a lot of clothes in drawers so we talked about this with the closet if you put your clothes in the closet you don't have to worry about wrinkles 
but you do need to worry about, you know, where, where everything is. It's a lot harder to tell where clothes are versus, uh, like shirts versus pants and they're hanging rather than this is the shirt drawer. This is the pants drawer. So, um, I know Marsha said she found some dividers. Um, you can make them out of cardboard. You can buy dividers, um, like wooden dividers or plastic dividers. And, you can put those in between your shirts and pants. I have a drawer system that I put between my shirts and pants. Um, so whatever you need to do to divide those to make it easier to find them. Um, and then just take out all the hangers that you think you'll need. If you have extras, you can always put them back. And I like to put my shirts on the hangers that just have the, um, the little hooks on them um, with no, no loop. And then the pants go on the ones that have the clips. That way I can quickly grab, um, and that also helps me find, you know, if there's a shirt in the pants area, well, it's a different kind of hanger. So those are ways that I do my clothes. And then um, socks, sorting socks is a pain. We all know that. But you can use a color identifier to help you with that. So black, navy blue, white, um, those are going to be pretty easy to find. And there are sock, um, they're like little grippy, I think they're like sock gaiters or something like that. They're little grippy things. If anybody knows what they're called exactly, um, they're little rings and they grip the socks on the inside and then your socks stay together and you can throw that in the wash just like that. Um, and then you can just put it away like that and you don't have to worry about mashing your socks because they're already together. Um, I like to, uh, when I find the match for socks, most of my socks are like either identical. So like all the white socks are all athletic socks or they're different shapes. So I might have some ankle socks, but one has a, um, taller ankle piece and one has a shorter one. And I know those don't go together. Um, or, you know, they're different textures, like have some fuzzy socks versus, um, the recycled plastic socks, um, in different lengths. So, um, you know, consider that if you have ones that feel different, then you're not going to have to worry about matching them because they, they're obvious, but from touch. Um, and then underwear is pretty easy. Um, men's and women's underwear, you pretty much just fold you. Well, for boxers, it's a little different, but for regular tidy whiteies, you fold up the crotch, then you, you have a, a rectangle and then you just fold it in half as many times as you want. Uh, for boxers, usually you would fold them more like shorts where you fold them in half and then fold up the legs. Um, and, you know, just smooth them as you go. And that way your, your wrinkles don't get too bad on those. But underwear doesn't matter as much. <laughs> so do we have any questions about uh, folding or putting away clothes or ideas? Uh, no raised hands. Okay. Um, okay, so then we'll open it up to any questions about laundry or topics that we've already covered in past weeks. If you've thought about something that you want to add, I know Marsha sent me a link to the um, gloves that you mentioned um, that were fabric and then silicone on the front so that you don't cut yourself while cut, um, cutting meat or something. If anybody wants that link, just send me a, an email at the um, independentlivingjewel at gmail.com um, email address. 
Um, and then I can send you that link. Um, they're on Amazon, very easy to get. Um, so, but if anybody has questions about anything we've already covered, including today, I'll open Marcia. up. Marsha? Yes, Jewel, what I did is with the sheets, the bottom sheet, the top sheet, and the pillowcases, when I fold them, I roll them up in a big ball. And that way, they're all there. They're not, I don't have to try to find, you know, the bottom sheet and the top sheet because they're all together and matched. And I also do that with the towels. The, you know, I can tell by the roll whether it's a small hand towel or whether it's the, uh, the other towels. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't even mention towels and bedding, folding those. Um, we did cover bedding um, in the bedroom area, but um, yeah, we could cover that real quick. Um, you know, flat sheets are just big rectangles. So it would just be folding it down from a rectangle and smoothing it as you go. Um, fitted sheets, as we had mentioned before, if you tuck in the fitted parts, then you just have big rectangles also. Um, so that helps. And, you know, putting the matching sheets together is a great idea. So, and the pillowcases as well. Then you don't have to worry about that. Um, and a color identifier can help you figure out that, or you can call me my eyes or get a sighted friend to help you, you know, is this the Smurfs sheets or the uh, Flintstone sheets? Yes. So, okay, next we have Dexter. Okay, this isn't a question, but with regard to folding grease uh, on underwear, Matt, what I do is I basically take the middle of the back and then, you know, find where the middle of the front is, bring those together and fold it into thirds from the sides. And then I roll it up. And that works real well, not just for going into the drawers, but also like if you're traveling, that those go very well into, you know, like the small packing cubes and so forth. Yeah, rolling clothes is especially great for travel because over time, even folded clothes will get wrinkles and, you know, rolling will help reduce that. Um, so, yes, rolling burrito style is awesome for travel, especially. Um, but you can do it at home as well. Um, I just I choose not to because it's just extra work. And, those, you know, my underwear, I don't care if it's wrinkled. So nobody's going to see it. So. Well, you can actually fit more in there also. True. By True. Rolling them. And so. You, know, you don't have as much problems, you know, you can have a large stack that is all there without problems. Very true. And like you said, folding from the two sides, you know, so it's a third of the width is just perfect for most things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can, yeah, basically you're folding your underwear like you fold the shirts where you want to see the logo. Is that what you're saying? Where you fold to the middle? And then uh, well, basically, yeah, I fold it towards the middle, but basically I figure you know, I fold one side over and then, you know, the other one so that basically mm -hmm. matches up so that it's, you know, one third the width. Right. And then you, you roll it from there. And then I roll it. And that's, you know, typically close to the width of 
of you know what's down there at the bottom of the breed. Right. Okay, that works. Yeah. Then you'll have to fold up, fold up the bottom. That's another way to do it. That's awesome. Thank you. Okay, we have no more raised hands. No. So yeah, that's a good demonstration of different techniques work just fine depending on who you are. If you come to the same conclusion, success, whatever technique you are you do to get success is all that matters. You know, if the technique doesn't work for you, then it's not success and you know it's not gonna work. But if that's the technique that works for you, nobody else cares. It works for you. So I'm always happy to hear other techniques and maybe somebody will find that really great for them. Hey, Marsha. Yeah, the, the other place I use that roll thing is with um, pajamas. So I got the tops and the bottoms together and I don't mm. have to try to find them. And with the drawer dividers on the left, I put the really summer ones short Mm -hmm. And then in the middle, I put the ones that maybe the top is cool, but long pants. And then on the right, I have the heavier ones when it's cold. Cooler. Right. And then you don't have to worry about, oh, I have to pull all my pajamas out just to find one outfit, one uh, matching set. Right. Exactly. The other thing that I do is when I'm folding clothes, I always put everything in the same place. So. His briefs I put to the le left of my thigh, and then on the other side is his heavy shorts. And then I put all of his exercise tops and bottoms <laughs> in the same place and so that I know when I'm going to take them into the bedroom that the, I know where each pile is. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, keeping things in the same place is a very important technique for most blind people, um, most most people have a little difficulty if, you know, the salt shaker was on the table near the middle and now it's on the other side, but I reached for the salt shaker in the middle. It's not there. Where is it? You know, so it's the same thing with laundry. If, you know, you reach into the drawer without thinking and there's not underwear in the same spot to the left of the drawer, or there's not the shirt that you wanted in that, you know, if somebody put a long sleeve shirt on the left side of the drawer and you were looking for short sleeves on the left side, well, that's you're going to pull out the long sleeve and have to put it aside. And that just adds time. So hey, we have Linda. Okay. Hey, Linda. Hi. Um, I also uh, just get white uh, towels, washcloths and hand towels, just so I know that they're all white and they can be washed or bleached together. And um, with the sheets, um, I do roll the uh, bottom sheet, top sheet, and one of the pillowcases. And then I put all that in the other pillowcase. So they're all inside the suitcase. So, I mean, the pillowcase, and they all match. You're basically making a bedding in a bag that way. Yes, and they're that's all together. Cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh. Sorry, kitty cat started yelling. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's an awesome idea is put him in a, on one of the pillowcases because you want to keep that pillowcase with it anyway. And that'll keep everything together. You don't have to worry about rubber bands or um, your know, ribbons or anything. That's that's cool. Thank you. Thank you. Jill. 
Okay. Um, when I fold my clothes, I um, fold them right from the dryer. And um, then I sort them as I fold them on the top to separate piles. Like, because um, I usually do my clothes and my husband's clothes. So I'll have a stack of mine and a stack of his. And then I have a little basket there. And then all the underwear and socks goes in the basket. Mm-hmm. And then um, because I have my dryer is downstairs and washer. So then I have to go up the stairs. And then so I have it sort of sorted. Mm-hmm. And then I put it on my bed. And then I will then sort it down into like just T-shirts or stuff that has to be hung up and then um and then I sort through the um basket of socks and underwear Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like I I do the sorting in one stage as it's coming from the dryer and then do it more of a micro sorting uh, once it's upstairs I have a question for you yes do you find that your dryer, the top of your dryer gets dirty? Um, I do wash it down. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe once a week, I'll go over mm-hmm. the surface. Um, so if you're folding just... your clothes on top of the dryer, you might want to wipe it down every time you're doing laundry. Um, mm-hmm. so that it's completely dry, as completely clean. Because if you're putting clean clothes on a surface that has mm-hmm. any dirt, the clothes are just going to get dirty again. Um, yeah, so well, when you say thought. like dirty, like dirt, it's more just mm-hmm. would be like dust, dust. or yeah, lint. exactly. But then you get dust and lint on your clothes. Yeah, um, and you know, if you didn't want to wipe down the top of the dryer every time, you could mm-hmm. get one of those tabletop ironing boards and fold your clothes on the ironing board, um, and just put it aside when you're not you know, when you're not actually folding, and mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it being dirty because the ironing board's going to stay clean because it's not on top of there, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then um, the a tip for keeping the the tide um, whenever you have pods or even like the dishwasher pods is just avoiding any moisture getting in there. Like make sure your hands are completely dry if you put um, your hand in to reach for a pod because any moisture from your hands is what starts the dissolving process because the like if any water gets dripped in there it's it's going to start dissolving the outside of the pot and then when they drop when it dries they're like stuck together because that's oh right so yeah thoughts on like somebody lives in a humid climate so they're going to have like well i mean like you know how I know it's, I don't think it happens just from air moisture. I think it's just actually a wet hand with water because my husband, when he would do the, sometimes do the dishes and then he was, we have the pods for the dishwasher and they were sticking together. And then I told him stop. He like his hand wasn't completely dry from doing the dishes and then he'd reach in and get a pod and at the same time, you know, getting some drops of water. 
into that. And then the next time they're like three or four would be stuck together. Right. So, but I imagine somebody lives in a super humid climate like Georgia or um, Florida mm-hmm. or Louisiana. It might be a little harder to keep them from getting humidity in there. And it would be so much, so much humidity. Like, you know, like South Texas, humidity can get into 90%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess if, if if the washer and dryer, I get. I guess if it were in the garage, it may. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. Uh, it could happen, but yeah. no, I don't have any. I guess just keeping the lid on tight, and plus that's mm-hmm. a safety thing because those pods are toxic for pets right. and children. So right. it's important to keep that safety lock on the top, and then. I keep it in the cabinet. Right. I have a, um, I have a cabinet above my uh, washer and dryer. Yeah. I had a thought on that though. Um, mm-hmm. If you have like a big bulk package of uh, laundry pods, you could put like just enough for the week in a separate container, and then the container that has the others doesn't get open as much. So maybe that would right. help. Oh yeah, that yeah. that would minimize. Yeah, them, then you're openly open a big one once a week. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good there. Tip. Yeah. So maybe that would work okay. for the people that have humidity because like Texas, Florida, Louisiana, you can get really high humidity. Mm-hmm. So all right. Thank you. Okay, thank you. It's about 10 minutes that you thank have you. left. And Pam so, Coffee. Okay, so this will be the last question, and I have a um question for you, all of you. Okay. Uh, my question doesn't seem to fit into any particular subtopic okay. um, that we've covered, but um, sometimes you have articles of clothing and the label will suggest hand wash mm-hmm. on delicate cycle. Right. Now, my washing machine is not one of these fancy ones. It's just your economy model. Guess what? It doesn't have a delicate cycle. Right. Any suggestions other than hand wash, which is a pain in the. <laughs> uh, depending on the material that's made up, like I have a dress that is has lace sleeves. It's yeah. not it's going to need hand wash only. You know, it's going to need to be the gentlest cycle because um, uh-huh. lace, you know, tears very easily. Um, but if mm-hmm. it's if it says hand wash and it's not like super delicate, you could try it in the gentle cycle and then not put it in the dryer. Um, yeah. Just hang dry. Usually, the gentle cycle is not that much harsher than the delicate cycle. Um, Mine does not have a gentle cycle. It's oh, it doesn't just... have a gentle cycle either. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I think at that point it's take it to a laundromat or uh, not laundromat like a la- uh, um laundry facility you know um mm-hmm. you know not dry cleaners but laundromat yeah it's a laundromat yeah um and do it in their machine because then they would have the hand wash and, and delicate cycle um or you know wash it in the sink which like you said is a pain in the butt yeah um, <laughs> if it's like one or two pieces of clothing it's not so bad you can just wash it in the yeah. kitchen sink um just make sure mm-hmm. the kitchen sink is completely clean first Mm-hmm. Um, and then for that, um, if I have a hand wash item, I use steel soap because it's, um, not as harsh on clothing. Um, it's a more natural soap. Um, so, you know, but, um, you use Dawn, what kind of soap? 
Castile soap, C-A-S-T-I-L-L-E. It's more natural soap. It's not got as much lye to it. Um, and that's really good for things that are a little more delicate. Um, and that's usually unscented as well. So, you know, okay. then you don't have that extra soapy smell, um, even if you don't get all of the soap out, because that can be an issue with hand washing, um, get, getting all the soap out with the rinse. Mm-hmm. Um, and another, but- prob- a, another problem with laundry pods, mm-hmm. uh, soap pods, which I don't use because I live alone and, mm-hmm. you know, I, th- the problem is if you have a really small load and those pods mm-hmm. are pre-measured, you're up a creek. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so those can be an issue. Um, there are smaller pods out there, like the little half load pods. Um, they're harder to find though. And then like I use those laundry sheets. Yeah. The laundry sheets I have, um, they're really hard to find the half pods. Um, cause mm-hmm. n- most people don't use them. Um, yeah. you know, it's in demand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, the laundry sheets that I get, um, can be torn up as much as you want. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can take a laundry sheet and tear it in half and be good to go. Um, so you might look into soap sheets or laundry, laundry soap se- sheets and see what you find mm-hmm. on that. Okay. Um, you're not likely to find those in the grocery store, yeah. but you might find them online pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can measure I, out exactly how much you the want. liquid and just um, yeah. use less of the liquid if I'm mm-hmm. doing a real small load. Right. And one of the things with the liquid is if you really don't want to be pouring it, because some people absolutely hate pouring soap. It's a pain in the butt. You know, um, you might get um, a syringe and just draw it out that way. And then, you know, you uh-huh. have the exact amount you need because you have the syringe that only holds so much. And then it, mm-hmm. in the syringe, you don't have to worry about it. You just squirt it right into the um, container for that. Mm-hmm. So it's a possibility too. Okay. Except the syringe is not going to reach all the way down into a real deep bottle. Um, it depends on the syringe. There are syringes that have very long, um, what do you call those? The, the, the little sucker piece at the end. Yeah. You can get the little pieces that are really long. Um, the tube, they have those I call it a tube. Yeah, the tubes, the tube that you would attach to the uh, the base of the syringe. And you can get mm-hmm. those w- that are really long or you can get um, tubing that will fit on your syringe and you can get that cut to whatever size you want. Okay. So, yeah. Thanks. Because you don't have to worry about it being a needle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's a possibility. Thanks. Hey, Jewel, you, mm-hmm. you, you indicated that um, Pam would be your last question. Yes. Dexter has his hand up. Okay. Um, let me ask my question. And if we still have time, I'll go ahead and uh, um, get your question, Dexter. Is that okay? Actually, mine's a suggestion with regard to the delicates. Okay. If you want to share that, that'd be awesome. And then we'll okay. ask. Uh, you can find either at the store or online uh, what are called. Uh, laundry bags for delicates and if you put delicates in there they don't get as much wear and tear and that as if you had them you know just simply loosen the laundry and they make them for both you know regular you know delicates and also they're even special ones for uh bras and that type of stuff because i've bought those for my wife before 
I forgot about those. Yeah. They also have dry clean bags that you can dry clean clothes at home, just putting it in the dry clean bag. That's that's a good tip. Thank you. Okay, so, you have four minutes. Okay. So my question to you all is, does anybody have thoughts on where they want to go next? Because we've covered most of the areas of the home where we need accessible um, techniques. So some of the thoughts I had were gardening, so out in the yard, um, travel, you know, going out and about, grocery shopping, stuff like that. So does anybody have thoughts on where they'd like to go next? And then you don't need to raise a hand, just you can shout it out at this point. Hi, Jewel, this is Irene. Hi, Irene. Uh, ironically, I just sent an email uh, that I would like to have some information on some good uh, packing tips for like a regular right. suitcase and a carry-on. Okay, so like traveling, yeah, that mm -hmm. would be a good, way, a good place to go. Um, that's you. one of the places I was thinking. Thank you, Irene. Mm -hmm. Does anybody have, have thoughts somewhere else we, we could go next or where they'd like to go next? Yeah, hi, Nora. Hi, Nora. Hi. I'm thinking about also another topic would be nice for an easy way of packing up your camping type clothing, like you're going to go out stay overnight and camp out and, mm -hmm. and stay in tents and uh yeah like we that. could definitely talk about that um mm -hmm. i've done a lot of camping so i've got quite a bit of experience with that mm -hmm. um and it yeah it can be kind of kind of complicated in a tent because there's not a whole lot of places to store things if you're not organized isn't there right yeah that's a good topic too i didn't even think about talking about you know the great outdoors Oh, yeah. Thank you, Nora. You're welcome. Excuse me. I have a question. I don't know if it's applied to, to this class or not. Mm How -hmm. about in a hospital room? Sometimes it's so hard when you're there, and I'm going to have surgery in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so independent living while you're staying in a hospital or a nursing facility? And no, a hospital for surgery. Right. Well, because yeah, I'm... The, uh, I, the um, techniques for hospital, nursing facility, rehab, those are all very similar. So we could cover all of those together. That's a good topic. Um, okay. I would say make sure your nurses are aware that you're blind and they, tell them what you need. Yes. I, I, I hey, you got that. one minute. I, Thank you. Yeah. I yeah, do that, so, but the thing is like not everybody knows or they announce when they come in or they leave. Right. I know there is a like a label or a little thing that you can uh, print out someplace. Mm -hmm. I heard about it, but I don't know where to find it now. That please yes. announce so, yourself. Please tell yes. me what you're doing to me. So if you would reach out to me um, into individually since this is coming up quickly, um, I could talk mm -hmm. to you privately about this, but we will also cover it at a later time. Um, independent okay. living jewel j e w e l at gmail.com, and I can talk to you personally because this is coming up quickly. Um, yes, and then we can cover it later as well. Um, thank you. Yeah, that was a good topic, and I'd love to be able to assist you with that. Thank you. So, and anybody else can reach out to me, independent living jewel j e w e l at gmail.com, and that is the e email for this call. Um, this was a great call, and I look forward to seeing y'all next week. Um, we'll probably go into traveling then. <laughs>